Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to this week's edition of Roundabout Sports, presented by Interstate 70 Sports Media, where our passion is our profession. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. It's a little bit of a later night. It is a very cloudy Wednesday, September 6, 2023, and we are just one day away from the opening game of the 2023 NFL season. That being between the defending Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs, and the Detroit Lions, who have a lot of upside uh, in their favor heading into this season. So, the clock's creeping in ever so closer to the NFL season opener between the Lions and the Chiefs. And I'm not going to lie, folks, this is going to be really something to watch. First off, be sure to tune in to Interstate 70 Sports Media on our Facebook page. On our YouTube channel, we got all kinds of content from all of our various shows, our review STL sh interviews from the good Dr. JM. We also have, of course, Roundabout Sports every week. And issues with wrestling with Christopher Miles, um, one of the top-tier wrestling podcasts. And be sure to tune in every week online for the WrestleTalk podcast, the premiere as well, wrestling podcast as well. Um, Jared tuning in this evening saying, go Lions, anybody but the Chiefs. Well, we will definitely be talking more about the uh, Chiefs and the Lions. Now, I do also want to say, be sure you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, and so many more places where you tune in to podcasts. With that said, for the Kansas City Chiefs, like I said, the defending Super Bowl champions, but things are different this time around. So despite some of the news... Of, Recently, it came out yesterday, actually, uh, star tight end, future Hall of Famer, honestly, Travis Kelsey suffered a hyperextended knee, um, but according to reports, he has avoided serious injury because a hyperextension is no joke. Um, Ian Rappaport reporting that uh, his status is still in doubt for Thursday night's game versus Detroit because of the injury, but it's not believed to be long-term. So they're going to wait for the swelling to go down in his knee, and then they will go from there. Now, excuse me as I make sure not to get caught with our wire here. But, yes, um, there is a lot to be excited about in Kansas City still, nonetheless. Um, you know, Pat, you got a bunch of young weapons for the Chiefs. Um, there's optimism around the fact also that the Chiefs – can now have a functioning defense without Chris Jones. Now, the big thing about that is Chris Jones might not be playing tomorrow night. The star defensive tackle still wants um, Aaron Donald money, which basically means be the highest paid. And the two sides, the Chiefs and Chris Jones, cannot reach an agreement. So it puts he's missed all of the offseason, all of training camp, all of preseason, everything. So it puts his status definitely in question for tomorrow um, facing off against the Lions. Now, this is the thing. Um, you know, no doubt that Spags, defense coordinator Steve Spagnola, will dial up a lot more blitzes that will have positive results. But the thing of it is, it's on... The downs when the Chiefs have to rely on one of the four guys that are getting home. Now, Chris Jones is the only defensive player on that line that 
is true is a constant force to be reckoned with and you could categorize as a difference maker um derek nandi you know and turk wharton for example are very good role players and they're great pieces to have for the team but they are not difference makers chris jones is most definitely a difference maker um so that is definitely going to be something to monitor for tomorrow night's matchup um and i you know what folks also be sure to give me your oh wait a minute and look at brenda tuning in saying go chiefs wait a minute hang on jared over here saying the chiefs are mid at best Okay, now we definitely have a problem with all this. There is no way the Chiefs are – first off, they're the defending Super Bowl champions. You, They are not mid at best. They are the best of the best in the NFL. Um, I will say they got their work cut out for them. Um, you know, it's, this is the thing. The Chiefs are going to be without their only true difference maker on defense. Now, NFL Total Access has, uh, you know, all, all the um, outlets out there have given their final predictions as far as who wins this week one game. Um, and so right now the spread is, um, or the over-under is 54.5, which I can see. I mean, I can see it being a high-scoring game on both the Chiefs' end because they have the best offense, arguably, in the NFL. And because Detroit, don't underestimate the Detroit Lion defense. Um, like, you got Jared Goff, who's had a bounce back ever since he left the Rams. Um you got Amon Ross St. Brown. You know, there's they got a very good offensive line. And yes, losing TJ Hawkinson has hurt them to an extent. Um, but they also have David Montgomery. They also have Jameer Gibbs. In the first round, they drafted. Now, 12th overall for a running back, yeah, might seem really high. But look, Jameer Gibbs is really something special. Um, and like I said, Amon Ross St. Brown led the team in receiving yards. He had 1,161 receiving yards on 106 catches and six touchdowns. Um, so... I'm looking at, I'm excited to see what, uh, though that, that trio of golf, St. Brown and Jameer Gibbs can deliver having Williams as well on offense will definitely be beneficial. Um, so yeah, but no folks, please keep telling It's It's been a crazy week. In the NFL and the sports world, it's throwing everybody for a curve. So please be sure to send in your thoughts on who you think is going to win this game. Um, and it's especially going up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Like I said, you got Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. Um, wide receivers, you got 
I'm going to Ross St. Brown. You got Marvin Jones. You got Josh Reynolds. For the first six games of the year, you will be without Jameson Williams. And that's going to hurt the team. But when Jameson Williams is healthy and he's playing, he's very solid. Um, you know, the St. Louis native uh, actually went to Cardinal Ritter High School. Um, and then, of course, the Ohio State and Alabama product. So, I mean, he... Like I said, didn't play a whole lot last year due to suffering a torn ACL in the college football national championship. The suspension definitely doesn't help him here, but and also, I mean, the left the offensive line, you got Taylor Decker, Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragnow, Graham Glasgow, and Penise Suell. That's a obvious honestly top ten offensive line, if you ask me. You know, um, especially with Swell at right tackle and um, Ragnow at uh, at the center position. Add in with the running back core I mentioned earlier, and you should have pretty solid production from their offense this season. Um, of course, we get to the Kansas City Chiefs and their depth chart when it comes to offense. Um it goes without saying, um, as far as the team, I mean, look, we already know Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in the in the league, and he's in his year, or he's in his 27, he's 27 years old, um, then, but now you got Isaiah Pacheco, look, let's face it, he's third, the, the Clyde edwards Lear experiment's over, he's third string, He's never going to play. I, it, it's done. It's done so. It's done for. Jarek McKinnon is taking the reins at second string and does receiving work um, from the running back spot. But Pacheco, I think, is truly poised to have a breakout year um, in his second year in the league. Um, the wide receivers, no Tyreek Hill, still no problem because Mahomes has that magic to where he can make any receiver really special. So you got Kadarius Tony, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, uh, Rasheed Rice, Justin Watson, and Justin Ross. Um, you also, of course, got Sky Moore and Richie James. Overall, pretty solid receiving core. Speed is the word of the day when it comes to the Chiefs and wide receivers, and this group is no different. Um, you know, you're never going to be able to replace Tyreek Hill, but once again, you won a Super Bowl against the second-best team in the league without him, so I think you'll be fine. Um, of course, Travis Kelsey is listed officially as questionable. If he does officially miss tomorrow night's game against the Lions, Noah Gray will be the guy leading the tight end brigade, filed by Blake Bell at second string. Um then you get to a little bit of a switcheroo on the offensive line, especially because uh, Andrew Wiley is no longer on the team. You got Donovan Smith, in, or Orlando Brown for that matter. So you have Donovan Smith at left tackle. You got Joe Thune at um, left guard. Then you got the guy who I feel is top three centers in the NFL in Creed Humphrey, who, look, Part of the reason Chris Jones isn't locked in yet is because they need to have Creed Humphrey as well. Um, you know, 
created was second round pick out of uh in out of Oklahoma in 2021, 6'4", 302. Um, he's due soon for a big-time extension. Uh, Trey Smith taking over at right guard, and then Jawan Taylor will be your right tackle. Now, let's get to some of the guys we have here on defense for the Chiefs. Like I said, Chris Jones is out because he is holding out. Um but let's go through um, some of the guys you have at linebacker. You got Willie Gay. You got uh, Jack Cochran. You got uh, personally one of my favorites, and you know former Mizzou linebacker Nick Bolton. Um, and Nick Bolton being a second round pick out of Mizzou in 2021, so same draft as they got. Um, as they got Creed Humphrey um, last year, or I'm sorry, in his career, um, he had he has had 292 total tackles, two sacks, two interceptions, um, and he's also deflected six passes. Um, you, they're also expecting a lot out of Trent McDuffie um, this year as well as um, Justin Reed, Brian Cook. I mean, the, the defense is solid from top to bottom. It's just not having that key difference maker. Look, just because I say Chris Jones doesn't deserve Aaron Donald money doesn't mean I don't think Chris Jones deserves money at all. He deserves a big-time payday, as does Nick Bosa, who's going to be asking for it. So... It's just a matter of time. Meanwhile, of course, special teams guys, you got your lovely uh, Harrison Butker kicker um, and Tommy Townsend as the punter. Um, They're going to have Richie James do the punt return and kick return work as well. So overall, it's looking to be a pretty well-set matchup between the Lions and the Chiefs. tomorrow night um so then you get down to um fox sports betting analyst jeff schwartz he's wagering on the chiefs chiefs offense he predicts that kansas city will win this game 30 to 22 over the lions um and this is some interesting things um so last year the chiefs they ranked first in passing yards a game they ranked first in points scored um they were 20th in rushing attack but once again when you're the top passing attack it's not going to be as easy for the sake of the rushing attack um pass yards against on defense they were 18th they were eighth against the run and they were 16th in points allowed um, last year, Isaiah Pacheco, he averaged almost, uh, 50 yards of rushing, or rushing yards per game, um, 830 total yards with five rushing touchdowns. Once again, when Pat Mahomes is your quarterback, you being the running back, which is playing second fiddle, isn't too shabby. Um, and I want to, I want to mention, like I said, the unsung hero of the defense 
is Nick Bolton here. Nick Bolton had 180 tackles last year. And he had nine tackles for a loss. And, you know, my dear friend, the good doctor, JM, says NFL linebackers are a dime a dozen. You know, and everyone's totally entitled to their opinion. But to me, we talk about Chris Jones being a difference maker. I think Nick Bolton can develop himself eventually into being a difference maker as well. Um, like I said, this is just his third year playing. Um, so it'll take some time. I truly do feel, though, that Nick Bolton is also due for a breakout year for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, now we get to the Lions stats in 2022. Defense, depressing. Offense, surprising. So they ranked 8th in passing yards a game, 11th in rushing yards per game, and they were actually the 5th highest scoring team in the league last year. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't do you much good when you're allowing almost as many points. So they allowed 26 point, or they scored 26.6 points. They allowed 25.1. Um, they were the 20, and that ranked 28th in the NFL last year. They were the 30th ranked defense when it came to passing yards and the 29th ranked defense when it came to rushing yards. Um, Jared Goff, once again, had the, had the sixth highest amount of passing yards in the NFL. He threw 29 touchdown passes and seven picks with a 65% completion percentage. Um, and, you know, Mark, and, and from the slot position, Marvin Jones had uh, 529 yards and three touchdowns, only 40, and he only took uh, 46 catches, and this was with the Jaguars. Um, now, to me, even though... Now, for me, the guy that's who I predict to be a breakout star for the Lions this year, Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, he had nine and a half sacks plus 62 or 52 tackles and nine tackles for a loss last year in his rookie season. And that includes three interceptions. And he's a defensive lineman, keep in mind. Um, for the Eagles, newly acquired Chauncey Gardner-Johnson had 67 tackles, five tackles for a loss, a sack, and six interceptions. So this porous defense has gotten some playmakers. They've gotten some guys in for free agency, and they have talented players. It's putting the unit together and putting up a strong effort. Um, now, who do I gen ugh, excuse me, genuinely think will win Thursday night's game between the Chiefs and the Lions and Brendo uh, sending in that Casey knows how to be a team together. Everyone achieves more. She, Brenda's prediction is Casey over Detroit. Once again, everybody, please be sure to send in your predictions, score predictions, so I can read them on on the air. Um, but as for my prediction, it's quite simple. I mean, I think it's going to be a Hell of a fight for the first half. Um, I don't think Jared Goff's going to make too many mistakes, but I think Patrick Mahomes is going to make even fewer mistakes. 
I got the Chiefs winning this game um, 31-27. And thankfully, I'm not having to bet because when it comes to scores because I would never probably do well with those. But I genuinely see the Chiefs winning 31-27. Or at the very end, if you want to cut the score out of the equation, I see the Chiefs beating the Detroit Lions tomorrow night. Um, and it's definitely going to be an exciting game because, look, I'm excited for football to be back. I know a lot of people say, oh, it's great to have football back because it means hockey's getting closer. But guess what? I mean, I love most sports. So it's great seeing um, it's great seeing the NFL back in full swing. So be sure to check out tomorrow night the Thursday night matchup between the Chiefs and the Detroit Lions. Um, as that goes, as we have that, oh, we do just actually, believe it or not, um, have news from earlier today. So we talked about how Chris Jones is also being a part of a market with a lot of position players who deserve to get paid. Well, the reigning AP NFL Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa of the San Francisco 49ers, has agreed just a few hours ago to a five-year, $170 million extension with the Niners, according to the Ian Rappaport. The contract includes $122.5 million in guarantees. And, uh, oh, wow. And in return, San Francisco will waive all fines that Boza incurred during his holdout. So Boza is now the highest paid defensive player in NFL history with an average annual per year salary of $34 million, which beats Aaron Donald's current $31.7 million with the Los Angeles Rams. Now, like I said, Boza sat out all a training camp and preseason, remaining away while waiting on an extension. Um... And now this is the thing. People, a lot of times when players hold out, people think they're getting out of shape. Well, Nick Boza found a way to train on his own and to stay in good sh- good health. Because at the end of the day, if he gets hurt and does something stupid during while he's being uh, getting a new contract negotiated, that'd be that'd be it. Um. And it's funny is that uh, Niners head coach Kyle Shanahan said that Bosa would have to have a beer belly and be completely out of shape in order for him to miss the opener. Um, Well, thankfully, that's not something he has to worry about. Um, So, after suffering an ACL tear in week two of 2020, Bosa has racked up 34 sacks, 40 tackles for a loss, and six forced fumbles. He earned his first All-Pro selection along with the Defensive Player of the Year last year. Um, if anything, it's perfect timing in the sense of this is where you get paid. You get paid when it's time to get the extension that you're due. Um, and, of course, as always, it's wonderful to have Piper tuning in. I know she's working hard life, as we all are, folks. So thank you all so much for tuning in. Here on Right About Sports, we're currently talking about how some of the latest contract holdouts and ones that have ended um, while Chris Jones' holdout with the Chiefs is still going on. Um, Nick Moses has ended. 
Also, I want to put up now that uh, speaking of missing week one, uh, Rams star receiver Cooper Cup's hamstring issue seems to get more complicated with each passing week. Um, it has been made clear by Coach Sean McVay that Cup will not play in the season opener against the Seattle Seahawks this Sunday. Um, and it's the thing of it is, it's not only the fact that it's disappointing, it's the fact they still don't know what the source of Cup's hamstring discomfort is. Like, and McVeigh is baffled. He's told reporters, like, they're just all trying to figure it out. So earlier this week, Cup actually traveled to Minnesota to visit with a body specialist in order to figure out what the root cause of the injury is um, and what the sake of this comfort is all about. Um, Look, we all knew he wasn't going to play week one when when he had an added hamstring issue. When Cup's healthy, he's one of the best wide receivers in the league and one of the most reliable targets for any quarterback. When he's out... I'm sorry. Well, when he's not healthy, I mean, he's he's just a non-factor. Um, also, NFL.com has actually come out with their uh, QB predict, or as far as their top QBs in the league. They ranked all the starting quarterbacks in the league. And so, while I'm not going to go through all... 32 of them, although I will say Josh Dobbs is the 32nd ranked, um, mainly because, um, I mean, he has not been a starter for a whole lot in his career, and Arizona is basically going to tank this season. So best wishes to him. Most players who are um, on the bottom of the list are rookies and guys Second-year pros, guys like uh, Desmond Ritter, um, Jordan Love, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud. Um, With that said, we're going to go up a bit on the list, and we are going to go with our lovely top five. First off, I want to say I'm surprised. Actually, you know what? What the hell? We'll go top ten. Top ten, and and this is per NFL.com, so everybody take with it what you will, and be sure to tell me who you think it is. Um, we got Dak Prescott of the Dallas Cowboys at number 10. Justin, or I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens at number 9. Tua Tugavailoa at number 8, quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in at number 7. Aaron Rodgers in his 19th season, this first, though, with the New York Jets, coming in at number six. And then we got our top five. Justin Herbert of the Los Angeles Chargers. Number four, Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. Number three, Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals. Number two, Jalen Hurts of the Philadelphia Eagles. And let's face it, he's the NFL MVP. 
He's a Super Bowl MVP. He's a Super Bowl champion. He's the first team All Pro, the Pro Bowler, the leader in the NFL passing yards and touchdowns. That is seven different categories that Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs did and accomplished last season. Think about that. He won two different MVP awards. He won the Super Bowl. He and people and believe it or not, it was possible to be the uh, MVP of a. If Mahomes lost that Super, or I'm sorry, if the Chiefs lost that Super Bowl, Mahomes would still be the MVP, and I will die on that platform saying that. And to those that say it's not possible, guess what? It's been done before, so take that to the bank. Um, and this is the thing. He threw over 5,200 yards. He threw 41 passing touchdowns. He only threw 12 picks. He only fumbled five times. He had a 67% completion percentage. Like, it's interesting... Um, but there's, there's just no doubting it. Like, and it's not that nobody else is good, but at the end of the day, it's hard to argue the fact that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. And at the pace he's going, I mean, he's already in year seven, but at the pace he's going, he'll be the greatest of all, arguably one of, if not the greatest of all time. And... Much like we were with Tom Brady, I'm looking forward to seeing how all that plays out. And with that, folks, we're going to wrap it up this evening here in Roundabout Sports. Like I said, be sure to find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on YouTube for both Interstate 70 Sports Media and Roundabout Sports. Um, as always, also, um, we end the show by putting up the NAMI Health Line or helpline at 1-800-950-NAMI. That's 1-800-950-NAMI. It's the National Alliance on Mental Illness. It's a U.S.-based nonprofit organization originally founded as a grassroots group by family members of those that struggle with mental health illnesses. Um, And, of course... We also end our show by putting up the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. For that, you dial 988. Um, the line's open 24-7, 365, 366 on leap years. Understand that you're never alone in this world. Um, there's always somebody out there that loves you and cares about you. Um, everybody, like, whenever we go through something... Um, there's always that power, that strength and ability to overcome it. And you don't have to overcome it by yourself. Um, the help you need is just a phone call away. Um, and you can also be that person that can be there for somebody else who needs, who needs that listening ears. Um, so I want to just thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, I look forward to being back next week and... With all that said, I'm the maestro Jeremy Carp, and remember, life is a book full of empty pages just waiting to be written in. Make your lives worth reading. Good night, everybody.